Welcome to the Tech and Main Presents Podcast with your host, Sean St. Hill. Sean is the CEO of Tech and Main, a technology consulting firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen in as thought leaders share their tips and insights about what's going on in the world of technology. And now, here's your host, Sean St. Hill. Thank you for joining another episode of Tech and Main Presents, where we bring the best insights from today's leaders and experts in technology. Today, we will be speaking with Vladi Sandler. He is the CEO and co-founder of Lightspin, a company whose cloud security platform protects cloud and Kubernetes environments throughout the development lifecycle and simplifies security for security and DevOps teams. Vladi, welcome to the Tech and Main Presents podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome, my friend. You're welcome. So, Vladi, you are the second person within the last week that I've spoken to that is based in Israel. There are amazing things going on in Israel when it relates to cybersecurity. And of course, Lightspin is right there in the thick of things with all of those amazing things that are going on. So I cannot thank you enough for taking time out to share what I think is going to be a really insightful and valuable episode. Thank you for again for inviting me. I would love to share my two cents and actually learn something new like every time I talk to someone. Oh, that's great. All right. So Vlad, Tell our audience, what's what's your background? Give us a little bit of your story. So nice to meet you guys. Started to assault, started my journey in the military, like I see most of the Israelis. I'm a captain of Marine, being the intelligence in the incident response and forensics position. And after five years, I decided to retire. I'm a captain and I joined to Ernst & Young. And it was my first stop. It was really exciting. I, I've been in a senior consulting position of penetration testing. In some point, I even initiated an education training program and trained people for penetration testing during this period. And in some point, I understood that consulting is not enough. I need to understand feeling to be part of corporate, part of organization. So I moved to General Electric to be a vulnerability researcher for SCADA technologies and cloud. It was an amazing experience to learn about cloud. And and, uh, and yeah, thanks to that, I, I got two and a half years later an opportunity to join to some top company of uh, Volkswagen called Semotic to initiate an application and cloud architect and application uh, architect team uh, for Semotic. It was responsible to do secure design presentation testing to the next generation cloud of Semotic called ODP. So I got an opportunity to meet my second co-founder, Oral Zazar, our CTO. And at some point when I stood, the next step should be just leave everything and open your own business. So that's, that's the story. Well, Vladi, that's an amazing background. So obviously the military experience, like you said, most Israelis have that um, experience as far as, you know, that that core piece of their background, right? You've also got the amazing consulting background, right? And then you you meet your co-founder and then you guys decided to do what only an entrepreneur can do. And, and that is follow your heart's passion. Right. So I think that's, that's an amazing story. And I appreciate you sharing that background with us. So Vladi, you're there at Lightspin. What has you most excited about your daily work? I think it's um, funny to say that, but in the end of the day, to understand customer need. Part of our strategy is value-oriented sales, which means we are not a bullish. We don't try to push to deal, but really understand what the customer needs. 
We want to understand the pain and we see how we can actually provide them the value to handle this pain. So it's better positioning during negotiation. And second reason for that, because we really understand that if I will just succeed to convince someone to buy each more aggressive way, year after they will replace me. Everything is sus nowadays in cloud security. So it's not difficult to replace solutions. So value-oriented sales following probably will be the answer. It's always interesting to hear different organizations, different teams, which kind of challenges do they have? How can we help them with those specific challenges based on our knowledge, methodology, and product? And when we got the successful POC, it's always a satisfying feeling to know that you really help to reduce some risk to someone and someone. Oh, Lottie, I love that answer. Customer focused. I think sometimes we in technology get this bad rap that, you know, we are not good with customers. We're only good with programs and strategy and policies and procedures. But I, I love hearing from a CEO and co-founder that customers are what wakes you up and puts you to bed at night, right? Making sure that you have the customer's best interest in mind, especially, you know, in the environment that we live in as it relates to, you know, cloud security and, and people not understanding that you can secure the cloud. Right. Um, and so again, I just, I, I love the answer. Um, I do want to go back because obviously you, you mentioned you and your co-founder starting Lightspin. I just want to get a little more um, clarity and understanding around what made you decide to start Lightspin? <clears throat> I think that uh, Sequoia said once that the best entrepreneurs are people who are trying to solve their own problem. And that's what we're trying to do. In the end of the day, we suffer from posture management for a lot of years. And as an expert, and hands-on work and since we had different methodology and different approaches worked when we tried to solve manually problems of permissions misconfiguration on general cloud security issues we understood that we can do it now in an automatic way because we know what to do and how to do and when we analyzed the market we saw that most of the market provided with client solution or runtime protection solution but no one looking and proactive kind of approach like ours and it actually was the starting point okay great great so again that you know that that, that entrepreneur mindset, but also you were experienced the problem that you were trying to solve. And so, yeah, that, that exposure, that experience um, as a cloud security expert yourself, you know, certainly gives you the the background and the insight to be able to help solve the problem that you and others like you are, are dealing with. And so speaking of issues, what is the biggest issue Lightspin solves for their clients? That's the beauty in our story. Everyone talking about visibility, everyone trying to tell visibility, but it's a fake news. Okay, guys, it's really fake news. The reason I said it, because think about it, cloud exists for 12, right? Certainly. Everyone has some. It can be a vendor, a open source, or even the cloud native solution your cloud service provider give you and you can use it, right? So you get some kind of visibility. You can say that it's good or not, but you have bigger problem is priority. You get huge amount of that huge amount of findings in different kind of, and you don't know how to prioritize what is urgent, what is important, and what is false positive. And that's exactly the unique value proposition. We know how to prioritize for you, spotlight and show you the most critical issues using the attack path, our technology, which will show you the real dynamic risk analysis. And the second part is give you quick and simple remediation plan, including the infrastructure as a code and the right command lines, which could for you dynamically and integrate your SAC. Okay, great. I love 
love the fact that you were you were so animated in that answer. That that gives us some some insight into the passion that you have, right? So obviously this isn't just, you know, something for you to get funding and hire more people yeah. and, you know, let's, you know, spend the money, but there, there there's a there is a real zeal. That's the word that comes to mind. You you have a zeal for this. Like, yeah. And um and and that that really resonates and I, I appreciate that. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Vladi, your startup founder, co-founder, for those in our audience that are looking up to people like yourself, what advice would you give a startup founder who's looking to scale their business? I would say that don't afraid to waste money. <laughs> the reason I said it because at the end of the day, we have KPIs and we have a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility and expectation from our investors, the angels and VCs. But we need to understand that this, those people gave us the budget and the responsibility to bring results. And my biggest approach is spend the money wisely right do a b test trying to do a small different kind of a b test to understand what is working better in using that to the scale and in order to to understand what's working better you need to spend money so it's maybe the best recommendation i can give every time we're going to raise our next round we understand what we succeed to achieve and what we're expecting to achieve by raising more uh, budget more funds and that's exactly the story don't afraid spend money Wisely. Well, Vladi, there's a uh, there's a saying here in the state: scared money doesn't make money. Right. right? That's true. And so I think that's 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 the summation of what you're saying. Right. Your your investors, your backers, they obviously believe in you, right? And so they've given you this money. Right. You you can't be afraid to spend it. Oh, that's that's a that's a that's a great insight, and I appreciate you sharing that. All right. So Vladi, now we're going to talk to the young people. Um, you know, we were all young once, right? And there's probably a young person listening or there's a young person who is in our life and they see what we're doing and they may be considering a career in cybersecurity. You know, what advice would you give that young person? Want to start in cybersecurity? Yes. Totally, definitely to be with research skills and starvation for knowledge. You, cybersecurity is the most versatile domain that I know you need to learn every day something new to do up penetration testing, infrastructure, mainframe, cloud, mobile, different technologies, different skills, different logic, different business logic to understand when you come to do some assessment, or something for someone somewhere about security or cybersecurity in general. So definitely you have to be a researcher. You have to be with starvation to knowledge because you need to wake up in the morning and understand that every day I need to learn something new to make me better expert in my domain or on my versatile domain in Okay. So Vladi, let me, let me ask you this question. So great advice, right? You, you have to be a researcher, someone who is, as you said, uh, so eloquently, you know, starved for knowledge. You can't get past those two things. How do you apply that personally to Vladi's life? Oh, that's something I do all the time. I mean, no one born to be a CEO, as I know, and no one born to be co-founder or entrepreneur. And same about my career. Every position I, I got a chance to do in my life, I always knew what I bring with myself and what I need to learn. Once you understand what, what are the gaps, right? What, what you need to handle in order to be better in the current position, you build a plan. How can you learn this? It can be using advice, it can be podcast, it can be learn and read from books 
course and even do some course to do to do all of it every day all the day and talking talk a lot of people help you to be better in your domain and that's something that they do every day no one taught me how to sell no one taught me how to manage you need to learn it you need to deserve it you need to feel it and then you will be much better body i love that answer um one of the things that I found interesting in researching you and obviously light spent, you know, you are not only a learner, right? But people often say the best way to learn is to teach, right? And on YouTube, you've got some amazing content that you've put out over months and, you know, over the last few weeks. Talk about how important it is to teach what it is you're learning. So first of all, we really believe us to invest in the community. We do a lot of open source and we call it webishops. Webishops is like webinar workshop. So we use it in order to train people and share our knowledge and understanding in security. I think that there is a crazy starvation for experts in the domain of cloud security and we need more manpower and women power in those domain, domains. Um, so every time you teach someone something you know that he will be grateful for that and one day he will remember you when he will really need something so even when we have some customers that we didn't succeed to convert it's okay we keep in touch we help them in any questions they have that's why we're investing a lot of for the community and it's also cool because the community gave us back for example the red cube one of the our popular open source or my co-founder had an opportunity to give a lecture about it in blacket asia and now we give a lecture about it in blacket us which is cool and we understand that using this we handle even more difficult questions right when you're trying to teach someone someone asks you a question and sometimes he has a question that you don't really know how to answer which expecting from you right the expectation that you will do your research and homework and come back to him so bring me back to your previous question research is part of the game even in order to teach someone you need to do really good research and then what are you going to teach and how you want to pass the message and what do you expect in the final goal to get from or to give to right so it's part of Vladi, i absolutely love that answer and the thing that I want to pull out for our audience is the fact that as you're learning and researching, you, you go out and you give back to the community, right? So that's, that's, that's one thing. Be a giver, right? There'll be opportunities for you to make money, sell services, but you, you have to be a giver, right? And you, and you have to be a part of the community and be a giving part of the community. But the other thing that I just absolutely love in what you shared is the fact that when someone asks you a question, right, that's, that's a part of the research cycle, right? Don't be afraid of the questions. And I think sometimes we find our, and you know, full disclosure, right? Every person in technology walks into the room and there's this automatic assumption, oh, that person's really smart and they know everything. Full disclosure, we don't, right? What we, what we do have in most cases is an insatiable curiosity and desire to learn. And we get better from the questions that are asked. So Vladi, I, I could not um, have come up with a better answer. And thank you so much for what you said. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So Vladi, Let's learn a little bit more about you personally. And so the okay. first question is, Vladi, name your favorite musician or band. So the first one is U2, for sure. Okay. And when I was a child, it was U2. And with the years, I discovered Coldplay. I think it's the main band that I would love to hear during my day. Chill out, good music, rock music. Okay. Oh, that's, um. You, you are one of many guests who has mentioned U2 and Coldplay, two amazing bands, right? Their their music catalog is legendary. Crazy. It's crazy, crazy legendary, you know, 
and so um yeah you you've got you've got two good ones there Vladi. all right and so when you're not working on light spin um tell us about a favorite hobby or pastime that you have well i don't have a lot of time with my time invested in my daughter okay I'm trying to be as more as possible with her small young baby that is a really popular ceo nowadays <laughs> okay awesome so you know Vladi, I, I i love the fact that your your answer is based around your daughter and around family right and so you've got that proper perspective you know that that right balance so that's a that's a great answer it's important i think it's really important i mean you, you cannot be only a worker right so you, you can lose a lot of by that i think a lot of people do that and uh, even when we in israel the last day of the week is Thursday, not friday night when i get out and see my people still working i always tell them get alive in the evening last day you should go home right so those days those years will never come back so trying to enjoy the family as more possible, but I'm agree with you. I think it's super important to do the balance, the family business balance. Yes. And and to your point, Vladi, you know, you, you never get those years back. I have a um I have a 14 year old daughter and wow. you know she will be starting high school in a few weeks. And man, let me tell you, when I was when I was younger, people would say, Oh, the time goes by really fast. Vladi, I am here to tell you as a living witness, it does go by quickly. You know, to think <laughs> that she's 14 and you know she's taller than her mom but not as tall as dad uh, <laughs> you know so it's just yeah it's just it's it's interesting um time truly doesn't wait for anyone so um you know i'm glad that you are prioritizing spending time with your daughter and spending time with your family all right so vladi when you're able to go on vacation what are some favorite places for you to visit oh we're doing covid right it's a really tough question it's a really bad question yes you should remove it from your list <laughs> uh, but i think before the covid we we travel a lot. My favorite places were in Japan and Taiwan. Okay. I super recommend to people visit both of them. I really waiting to come back both to Taiwan and Japan. So probably it's will be done. Okay. Well, those those are those are great places. What interests you the most about Japan and Taiwan? I think it's the culture, right? It's everything that you don't really familiar with. You know, Japan is it's an amazing culture and everything is clean and an amazing food and crazy history and i always say it's like the business class but the crazy place and in taiwan is like the, the first class i really love it also because it's not like china it's more western place it's more like japan okay it's different culture and different weather and different history so it's the combination of the nature urban nurture nurture and the nation themselves the culture the food the history make it so special that uh, I think those places are super crazy and yeah we, we spend like months in every one of them so okay it's enough time to see the country right so, right <laughs> oh that's that's awesome and and Vladi that's that's something else that I love about doing the podcast right and that is the CEOs founders they have this amazing global perspective right and I think that helps shape the person that you are you know if you've never left your city or yeah your region right when you're 
interacting with someone else from, you know, around the world, you don't really have that perspective. But, you know, if you've traveled and seen different cultures and experienced different food and, you know, interacted and been uncomfortable when you don't know the language or, you know, you see a sign and you're not sure what it says and you have to ask someone, right? You get out of your comfort zone. I think that's an amazing experience. Yeah, I, I think when we visit uh, Brussels and we've been in areas that there is there are no tourists at all. So the most crazy thing to see is the children. I remember in Taiwan one time, there was one father with some baby on the hand. Okay. And the baby looking at me and he looking at the father, looking at me and the father. He never saw Western person. Right, right. Like everyone should be like the, the Asian style and I style. And it was super crazy to see the expectation of this child of this baby to see something new right he's super surprised and excited about it so i agree with you i think it's it's make you smarter it's make you it's give you some perspective to the life yes learn new things. absolutely vladi absolutely all right so vladi what teacher at any level has had the greatest impact on you yeah so i i think um in, not exactly teacher, but father. I think my father okay. was really taught me like classical Russian father, but he always taught me to to pass the a cut day, right? So that's something that uh, I'm using every day. You never should cry. You every day should push over your skills and push over and over until you bring the results. So that's the 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 methodology. No, I I I think that is that is a great answer. Our best teachers are often often the ones that aren't in the classroom. Yeah. Right. True. And so that that answer is a wonderful answer. You know, the fact that your father is, you know, as you said, you know, the the one teacher that has had the most impact on you. Um, I think that's a very fitting answer. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So Vladi, we're going to go back to 18-year-old Vladi Sandler. What advice are you going to give your 18-year-old self? Good one. I, I, I really like the question. I think patient, okay? I think a lot of people are running. Um, we see that in the local market and in the global market. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Everyone wants to open a startup. Everyone trying to run. I see that in uh, Stanford, there is a course for entrepreneurs. I mean, you're 20 years old. Okay, get some real experience. One of the reasons that we are, in my personal opinion, we do a good job is just because we are a person in our domain. Everything you do in your life, you have some milestone to achieve before you want to do the next step. So I think if I'm 18 or 20, patient. Don't try to open a startup. You should go to enterprise. You should go to small company. You should go to startup. You should learn, get some skills, get some experience, and then to take decision what you want to do with yourself. By the way, not always open a startup. Sometimes you can understand, I just want to be some big boss or just be expert in some corporate, right? But it's part of the story. It's just part of the story. I think I've never been in a with patient. I can tell you. Maybe that's why I think now I'm old. <laughs> because the sentence is you bring it with the time. And, but yeah, I think it's patient. You should be patient. Well, and, and Vladi, I mean, honestly, looking at your own background, right, you've got military experience, right? That's, that's one set of exposure. You've got the Ernst & Young GE background, right? That's corporate and private sector, right? So all of that experience has helped hone you and make you the person that you are, in addition right. to the amazing, crazy travel that you've done, right? But that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the key thing, being patient, right? As you said, get the 
exposure, right? Because if you were 18 years old and, you know, you you come up with this amazing idea, would you still be, would you still be successful? Probably. I mean, there's, a, you know, you know, I mean, you're, you know, your father and that, you know, that amazing background that you come from, you know, that certainly would have helped, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't be as well-rounded sure. as you are. So yeah. yeah, I think you, you, you gave some wonderful advice to your 18 year old self and, you know, just really appreciate the answers and the insights. So Vladi, as, as with all things good, you know, we've come to the end of our time together, my friend. And so I can't thank you enough for agreeing to be on the podcast and, um, you know, just want to wish you and your team at Lightspin, you know, uh, much success and much continued thank success. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. So Vladi, before you go, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Feel free just to contact me. I think all my contact details can be found everywhere. Just okay. a little bit. LinkedIn, email me. It's like just bloody at lightspin.io, not complicated. So I'm available on LinkedIn. A lot of time you can just catch me really fast. Yeah, feel free to contact everything you need. I, I would be more than happy to give my two cents or just to give some help or some advice. Okay, great. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, Vladi is very accessible, very easy to get in contact with and uh, just a great person. So um, definitely take him up on reaching out. And so with that, Vladi, again, thank you so much for your time. And Tech and Main Presents audience, thank you as always for listening. And be sure to tune in next time when we will have another technology expert share their wisdom. Goodbye for now. Bye. You've been listening to another episode of Tech and Main Presents. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends and thanks for being a part of the Tech and Main Presents community.